You are listening to the Wealth Talk Podcast, hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk Podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome to Wealth Talk Podcast. You know, we're so honored Like every time the show is getting better and better, I guess it's getting out there and we appreciate the support. You know, uh, one of the main things for the show is for us to get the information out there, you know, from the foundational principles of the map book, which is wealth creation, you know, and feeling good, well-being, you know, and we have people from all different industries, you know, of wealth creation. And right now we have a very special guest with us. And every single time I reached out, he has responded. That's a big thing. We're going to get deeper into that. But Mayor Patrick Brown, thank you for coming on the Wealth Top Podcast. Well, Richard, first of all, let me say I love your positive energy. Uh, we need go-getters, yeah. and you're a go-getter. You're someone you. who is uh, motivated, determined, and uh, I love that type of attitude. Okay, okay. Yeah, talking about that, um, I remember when I first went to the first campaign, you know, Candace, shout out to Candace, she invited me, you know, for when you were first uh, running from the last uh, campaign, and I came in a room, and I was taking it in, and I was like, you know, okay, you know, another politician, you know, I'm here. And I was taking in, but then I seen Garnet Manning stand up and, I'm, and Garnet Manning's back and I'm like, okay, all right, I can, I can hear this guy more. You know, I believed in you a little more when I seen that because my relationship with Garnet Manning. And then um, I was listening to you, you were talking. And then after that was done, um, I, was, I was going around networking, talking to the people there. I was there for a few hours, right? And then I see you pop back. I'm like, you're still here? I don't <laughs> remember that because most people will be gone for the day, you know? And the fact that you're still there, it shows that you're really in this. You know, but with the Wealth Talk podcast, we want to take it all the way back. We're going to get to all that stuff, but I want to know, like, where were you born? You know, what was life like growing up? You know, get more deeper into the story. Well, uh, I'm 44 now, so uh, I've lived, uh, um, grew up initially in in Toronto, born uh, uh, in Toronto, 1978. So, okay, uh, okay, yeah. That's amazing. And, so, yeah, talk, talk to me about that, growing up in Toronto. I know you have some siblings, like... Go deeper into like the, you know like how it was growing up like what was life like as a child like and, and and growing up different you know things because I see who you are and you're a person of service so I want to know you know the backstory I want to know how did we how do we get here like how do we get here you know so if you don't mind sharing stuff okay so you're in Toronto you know uh, the year you were born and what was it like I don't remember much from 1978 because okay. I was uh, you know obviously a baby but I two younger sisters grew up in Toronto. Um, my father's work was in Brampton, a longtime um, uh, lawyer. My oh. mother, uh, his family originally from uh, Barrie, okay. um, but their work brought them to the, to the GTA. Mm-hmm. My mother's a, a retired uh, teacher and high school principal. My father still practices law, and he's in his in his eighties. Oh wow! Uh, uh, yeah, we've always sort of been in that area, whether it was up in Barrie or down in Brampton in Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, had a, a great uh, childhood, a very close-knit family. Okay. Um, and yeah, so uh, 
Only good memories. Okay, okay. I know you're into hockey too, so was that one of your primary focuses when you are young? Know, I loved all sports. I okay. played everything from soccer to baseball to tennis to hockey to skiing. Um, you know, now I've sort of... Uh, uh, only sports I keep up are tennis and hockey, but okay. uh, when I was young, I played everything. Okay, okay. You played ball, basketball, baseball, uh, anything. You can at least hit the, hit the shot. You know what? Basketball wasn't too popular at the school I was at, but we would do it in gym class. Okay, okay, okay. We're going to get into that because basketball is a, a big thing and it's growing. You know, and I know you're really into sports as well, right? But basketball is really growing out here. So, and I like that you have a sports background. You know, so in terms of like uh, public service, like, you know, what, like, I want, to, I want us to go through, like, coming up, like, in school, like, where, like, were you part of, like, the, the council in school? Like, I, I want to know more about, like... No, never, that. never got involved in, in student council, I, but I, w- I would say um, I see... You are listening to the Wealth Talk Podcast, hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk Podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the MAP book, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. The growth of sports in Brampton, which is pretty uh, exciting. You saw when the Raptors had their run, Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. massive turnouts we had at Garden Square. Right now I'm seeing soccer on fire in Brampton. You know, we had gold medal winners from the women's national team. Half of Brampton's, uh, half of the national Canadian soccer team is from is from Brampton, the one that's going to the World Cup for mm-hmm. the men's men's squad. Um, so I, cricket is is booming in the city too. Mm-hmm. So you know, I I'm certainly seeing in Brampton a greater array of recreational interests. Yeah. Um, and so it's neat. I, I I love seeing it. Okay, no, that's 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 amazing. You know, but like I, again, I like I want it because and then that's the thing with, with sports. You know, it's about teamwork. Mm-hmm. It's about coming together. It's about working with each other. Right. And, and I see your team as well. Right. But like, how do your like the, the political journey start? Like, I want to get there. Like, I want to because I see you now, but I want to I, I never got to get this information. So I want to know, like, how did it start? Like, was it an incident that happened? Like, I want that's why I'm trying to go back and, you know, like see how do how do we get to, you know, where we are now? Well, you know, the neat thing about politics in Canada is is it's accessible. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, you can, there's no age barrier in participation. Mm-hmm. I got interested in politics young. Okay. Um, I wanted to build the recreation center in the north end of a Barrie where I ran for the first time. Okay. And that's the reality is that uh, if you have a good idea, you just knock on doors mm-hmm. and you can pitch it and the mm-hmm. best ideas win. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'd, you know, people say, you know, how did you get to become mayor or how did you... Uh, get involved in politics and the incredible thing in Canada is as much as we and may have our criticisms of the political system um, it's easy to be involved mm. you just got to want to be involved you just got to want to be involved mm. Mm. that's 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 the really deep, and that's what I that case that's the case yeah. for you yeah so there was a, a venue that you wanted to get built yeah. and you said I'm, I'm getting into politics I want to yeah. get built no one else is doing this I'm going to run that so that was the pretty much the spark it's like SimCity in real life Okay, 
You remember the old computer games? Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That's it. That's, okay. that's politics. Is that you have a good idea, yeah. you get elected, you can turn it into fruition. Mm. Okay, and uh, with Barry, you said that was your first uh, um, political position. So what were you at that time? Like a so I got, a, got elected for the first time when I was 22 in, oh, wow. in Barry. Okay. Then got reelected uh, by the largest margin in, uh, in the city three years later. Wow. Because I kept my word and yeah. I would go on to spend three terms mm. as a member of parliament. Nice. Uh, and then uh, go on to be leader of the Ontario Conservative Party, leader of the opposition Ontario and MPP up in Simcoe County and Simcoe North, which is the Penetanguishene Midland area. Mm. And then down to Brampton after that, yeah. where I've been mayor for the last four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, just yeah. like that, you get 20 years. <laughs> and then I'm sure it brings you joy in terms of what you're doing because um, one thing I, I would like about you is that you're forward thinking, you know, and, and that's what we need. We need forward thinking people, especially for developing areas, mm -hmm. right? Um, like even recently, um, you know, with the legalization of cannabis and stuff like that. That was forward thinking. So I, I know your party stats and everything like that, but I got to give it up to Justin Trudeau because there's a lot of people that, you know, wouldn't touch that, you know, and he touched it, you know, which is, and, and I'm saying that because of, you know, what we want to do with the youth and, and we don't want to automatically give them that stamp where, okay, you're a criminal right from the jump, right? We want to give them the opportunity and that's not a criminal offense and to alleviate that has saved so many people you know i know that firsthand because i grew up in that right and um and then when the council and you came in with the council and then it was about okay um i guess the stores in in the city and things like that other cities just automatically shut it down but you had an open mind and you opened it up to the community and you kind of like made it like a group thing where everyone gets to you know choose what the outcome is you know and so I think that's something um, like what you said, you, you gather people, I guess, with this I idea and but you let people feel like they're involved in it. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you, you, you would agree? So we do believe in having as much pu public participation as possible. We have town halls in person. We have tele town halls. I'm a big believer. The more you involve the city, mm. the greater um, input they can have and the better the decisions are going to be. Mm -hmm. End of the day, city hall should be a reflection of the views of the city. And so if you have uh, a city council and a mayor that wants to be directly engaged, then I think you're going to have decisions that are better rooted in the interest of the city. Mm, yeah, that's true. That's true. And uh, right now, I, I know, you know, the re-election's coming up, you know, so of course, you know, you're, you're, you're running. You, 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 I think you've got it in bed, but we're still going to push it and, and put it out there. And I, I say we're because, like I said, you're inclusive. You know, so I want you to talk about the inclusivity, you know, and having people in, uh, involved, you know, like, you know, we decided Yeshua uh, drop us off. I know uh, Francis, who's amazing, you know, she's an all-star, you know, and like when I see your team, it's very diverse, you know, so I want you to go deeper into that. Why is that important, you know, for inclusivity like that? Well, I want City Hall to reflect the mosaic of the city and the city is is a mosaic it's many united nations mm -hmm. and you know my driving goal for the city is to make sure anything's possible in brampton doesn't matter who you love where you're born the color of your skin what god you worship i want anyone who's willing to work hard to have the capacity to succeed and chase their dreams mm -hmm. and that's part of the beauty of, of brampton it's part of the beauty of canada and wherever i see barriers i want to tear them down mm. so where do you see barriers there are still barriers in this country um you see an inequality of economic opportunity. You see an inequality of uh, wealth generation. 
There are some barriers that I've uh, criticized. You look at foreign credential recognition, where do people have degrees from elsewhere that they can't use here. Um, I find the immigration wait times to reunite families are atrocious. So, you know, there are issues that we need to work on to make sure that Canadian dream continues to be possible. You know, when I think of Canada, I think of the fact that you can come to this country with just the shirt on your back and achieve incredible prosperity. And so I think anyone involved in public service today needs to make sure that we do everything we can to make sure the Canadian dream continues to be possible. Mm, that's deep. And what you said about the, coming from a different country with, with um, credentials, you know, that's so prevalent all over Brampton, like in all communities, where you know they're maybe a doctor back, back home and they come here and they have to, you know, doctor, do, teachers, engineers, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly, nurses, yeah. yeah. So what's the solution? Like, how do we solve that? Well, it's a mix of uh, provincial regulatory bodies and federal immigration approvals. But you know, we in Brampton we've been lobbying for that change. And we're going to continue to lobby in a determined fashion to make sure that uh, everyone can use their God-given talent in the city mm -hmm. and in this country. Yeah, exactly. And even like people from um, different countries. I know my, 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 where I'm from is Ghana, my background. But I was born here in Canada, but my parents are from Ghana. And, you know, there's a lot of people that I know want to come here. Right. But they may not have those resources that, you know, a few like other people are able to have. Because if you have a certain amount of money, you could get it here. Right. But they don't have those resources. So, you know, we want to uh, find out solutions and we we're looking like, you know, I have a few relatives that are trying to get here. And we're looking like seeing how we could get them here and what kind of way can it be done? You know, why? Is, why are there so many restrictions? Like, why are there so many you know blocks in, in, make, in making this happen? Like you said, these people are able to come with a shirt on their back and make an opportunity, but they can't even get here. Right. So like, like, how do we like what things need to be done for this? It takes political will. It takes to ha it takes having the right people in the right positions, and um, you know, that's one of the reasons that I continue to bring this into the political discussion because I want our provincial and federal decision makers to know that we need to do better. Mm -hmm. That we have the longest backlog in Canadian history for immigration. Mm -hmm. The fact that you've got families that are that can't be reunited, mm -hmm. and that we have a skill shortage that, that cannot be addressed. Mm -hmm. The fact that we have credentials that are not being recognized for me is. A failure of the Canadian dream and more of us need to speak up to say fix it where there's a will there's a way yeah exactly and I'm, I'm hoping that you know that this message gets out to you know certain people because these are things that are affecting people you know on the street like I'm out there you know I'm, I'm connecting with people so I'm hearing I'm hearing the concerns I'm seeing the concerns and experiencing them right and I see you're, you're doing the same you know you're, you're in within every community right and, and that's one thing that I think resonates you know, um, you know, black and brown people with Patrick Brown, I keep it real because um, we see what's going on on the political front, right? You're, you're pushing to think, and then there's like a block, you know, and then you have, but you, you still push. Like the recent situation, what happened, I know, you know, I was running for you to be prime minister. You're going to be prime minister. It's going to happen, but, you know, I was running for that, and then automatically something comes, you push down. I seen your interview after, and you were smiling, you know? So, it, it, you're built for that. You're built for that, and you know I'm, I can relate because there's you so know, many I, blocks that I had, and but you keep pushing and you and you keep going. And it comes with the recognition that not, no change worth achieving comes without difficulty. Mm. Nothing, nothing um, great is going to just land in your lap. You have to push. You have to work. And 
um, there's always going to be pushback against change. Mm. But I believe change is a powerful force. Most and if you're on the right side of history, then the currents of history will, will propel change. Mm. And it's just a matter of time. And so, you know, I've challenged some of our traditional political establishment. And I looked at the Conservative Party of today and I challenged them. Mm. I said they were wrong on marriage equality, wrong on Islamophobia, wrong on, on Bill 21 in Quebec where it says you can lose your job based on, on your faith. And I know to criticize the political establishment uh, doesn't come without repercussions, uh, but I believe uh, history will show that uh, the positions that some of our political establishment have taken um, are wrong. And they need to evolve. Mm. It's so true because, and like you said, in times of change, right? And um, I actually have a company uh, that back in the day, I want to get into that too and let you know about that. It's called Change Promotions. And it was for Brampton. And, you know, that's pretty much exactly what it was about, you know, providing opportunity, you know, for the people in the city. And it's still running right now. My brother runs it. Um, we're on the business front with marketing, print, design, distribution, and stuff like that. Um, and we want to bring back the showcases you know, um, but that's something that that's, that goes deeper because, you know, that's a, that's another thing that we need to do. But like you said, in times of change, when things are happening, you know, if you resist, it's going to happen. It's kind of like the CDs, you know, before everyone had their CD and they listened to music and put it in a disc player. Right. And then after um, well, the Napster a company called Napster came out where we could rip MP3s and then people started downloading music, downloading music. And then they got sued by like the major companies, the corporate, they sued them, right? And, and then they went out of business, another company came, LineWire, you know, sued them, and then another company, and then iPod came out. iPod, you transfer it straight digital, you know? So it's like, okay, because what Apple did is they embraced the change that was happening, right? All the labels were trying to stop yeah, it, yeah. and then- Don't fight change, embrace it. Mm, exactly, exactly. You know, so I, and at the same time, like you said, it's, it's happening, and, and, and I appreciate you, you know, for bringing those things out there, right? And when you when you bring up God as well, you know, uh, that's so um, important. You know, another principle within the map book, you know, and I want you to talk about, you know, spirituality and why it's so important to have that connection, you know, with God. Yeah, I think it, faith is a powerful force. And I think our faith communities in the city um, do a tremendous amount of good. And sometimes there's this political correctness where you say, pretend that faith doesn't exist. I don't think that's helpful. I think faith gives many in our in our community strength and fortitude and helps them through adversity. So I come from the position, don't try to trample on faith communities. Don't try to have this level of political correctness that says that faith cannot exist. Say, great, if you want to celebrate your faith, wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, I just think sometimes political correctness goes too far. An example would be in Brampton. When I got elected, I heard you couldn't say, couldn't put Merry Christmas on a bus. You couldn't have a gospel singing at, at, at City Hall. And I said, listen, let everyone celebrate their mm. faith. You want to say Happy Eve, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. How? Just let every faith equally yeah. celebrate Express. their faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so for me, it's just about equality. Mm -hmm. And I push back against this political culture of saying uh, that uh, that faith should be um, pushed to the corner and not and not seen. Um, 
if you want to wear a turban and you want to wear a hijab as part of your identity, what place does government have mm. telling you that you can't wear a turban mm. or you can't say Merry Christmas or you can't wear a hijab? I think that is a massive overreach of government. It's why I've always pushed back against that. I believe that one of the values that we must protect in our society is religious freedom. Mm -hmm. And religious freedom means if you don't want to believe in faith, you don't have to. But it also means that if you want to believe, that you want to have faith, you want to celebrate your faith, the government has no business ever telling you can't. Mm -hmm. So I you know like that's 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 really deep and that's the truth because you know we're all finding our, ourselves and to find ourselves we have to go through that path of connecting with oneself, connecting with God, right? And uh, that's so important, you know, and I, I appreciate you for always putting that out there, you know, because you can't find yourself unless you unless you find God, right? So that's amazing that you, you know, that's that's something that I see it's continual in your messaging, you know, when you're when you're out there and you're putting that putting that out there, right? And you know, right now, you know, we are in Brampton. And I would say, personally, me, um, I'll say my heart is liberal, but my mind is conservative. I would say that, right? The reason why I say that is because, you know, just growing up, business always had an interest in business, right? And I see on a conservative front, it's more business focused, you know? Um, on, on, the, on liberal, it's more, you know, giving out and looking out, you know, which is appreciated. But right now, we need more businesses, right? Because businesses are, you know, what make the economy grow. Businesses are what, allow people to have employees. Businesses pretty are pretty much how everything's be able to run, right? So, you know, I want you to speak on, you know, cause right now you're, you're mayor of Brampton, you're running again, right? And I, I wanna know like your mindset of business and you know, like is it, obviously it's important to you, but talk about, you know, for Brampton and, and even in general, why business is important. Well, I think you need to create jobs. I think jobs are part of prosperity and uh, you want to make sure that people have the ability to put food on the table. And so when I think of businesses, I, I think you want to create an environment where it's easy to invest and grow a business within the parameters of our city uh, for the selfish reason that if you have lots of jobs and you have businesses that are growing, then you have the tax resources, the tax base to support everything that's important from healthcare to recreation. You need people paying taxes to support great. You are listening to the Wealth Talk podcast, hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, Yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. Programs and the easiest way to have a strong tax base is not by raising taxes, but by having businesses that are successful. Um, the more successful they are, the more they contribute to the treasury. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So how can the city of Brampton like, assist businesses in, in getting to the next, like every next level? Because there's different levels of business. There's people who are just starting business. There's people who have been in business for five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, you know, large corporations. Like, I want, like how, how can the city, you know, collaborate with business owners so that we can, be? honestly, I feel Brampton has the potential to be the best city in the world. Do you agree with me? 
I think that potential is unlimited for Brampton. Yes, exactly. Best city in the world. <laughs> but um, talk about that, like different levels, like how can the city assist these businesses? So I think there's a number of things. You need to make sure that the fundamentals are right. And if you're a business, you're going to look at what the cost of doing business in a city is. And the Municipal Act says you can't partner with any individual business, but you can set the fundamentals to give a business an advantage in your city. What I mean by that is you can make sure that taxes are competitive. You can make sure you've got the ability to get product to marketplace through effective transportation networks. You uh, can make sure there's no red tape for whatever permits that are required to build, to grow, to invest. And so you look at the environment that a business uh, faces in a city, you just want to make sure that the cost of doing business in your city are less than the cost of, business, of doing business in other cities. Mm. And that will be a magnet to investment if you can create positive fundamentals. Mm. I know right now you were talking about, um, you know, attracting large corporations over here. Mm. I know Rogers is expanding over here in downtown court, right? Um, you know, like what, what, like what industries do you feel we need to uh, go out and attract, you know, in, in the city? Well, I really want to look at the jobs of tomorrow. You know, if you're trying to recruit a, a business to sell uh, VHS tapes right now or pagers, <laughs> that's not a growth sector. Yeah, yeah. I'm really focused on growth sectors, our MDA expansion, that is um, for the International Space Station, that is a growth sector, our cybersecurity center, that is a growth sector, our innovation district is focused on tech companies. Um, if you look at uh, Medtronic, medical devices, if you look at Canon that is doing medical imaging, those are all examples of jobs of tomorrow. So from a city perspective, what excites me is when I see companies that are really uh, focused on where the world and the economy is going. Um, and so I'd say in that tech, tech innovation space is where I think Brampton can really find a special niche. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And also uh, the arts, you know, Jade Jagger Clark, I, 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 yeah, she's awesome. Yes, yeah. yes. Jade's amazing. Uh, I, was, I was trying to get her on before this because I know she had some stuff she wanted to say with you as well. But um, what I, I, I met her at my cousin's uh, birthday party. She's, uh, yeah. well, she's like teacher. you. She's got a ton of positive energy. Yeah. And she has built something special in, in Brampton that's been recognized on international TV shows. And you see her down at the Raptors game. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm a big believer that, you know, arts has economic spinoff and that if you want to recruit businesses to your community, of course, they're going to look at the cost of doing business. But one thing that gets looked at as well is quality of life. Mm -hmm. And I think if you have great recreation, great arts and cultural programs, that speaks to quality of life that may attract executives to say, yes, I want to build my business here. I want to live here. And when I look at what Jade's Hip Hop Academy does is it provides a cultural amenity, an arts amenity um, that is very successful. Mm -hmm. um, and the kids that go to her program love it. Yeah, um, yeah. And so any program like that, anyone that's looking to build a niche um, uh, business that is based around arts or culture or recreation, I'm very supportive of. Mm -hmm. But that, see, that's, that's, that's why I'm, I'm glad we're going deeper into that because, you know, I guess in the, in the educational system, they have the STEM. You know, and she's saying there should be steam with an A, with like you're saying the arts. And I'm glad that you brought that to the forefront because you're recognizing it, right? And arts, uh, like I told you, um, you know, I let, give a little backstory on me too. Like um, mm. it, we, in 06, 06, um, you know, after I finished high school and stuff like that, I ran a, a basketball tournament. 
right? It was in Brampton. And the reason why I ran that tournament is because there was no rims outside in, in, like, in all of Brampton. At the summertime, everyone, every school, everyone take down the rims, so it's just backwards, yeah. right? There was no basketball, unless you had a basketball net at your house, which not everyone does. That was the only way you'd be able to play basketball. So, you know, um, you know we had a team of change promotions and we went around uh, the whole city just recruiting basketball players. We were going to have this three-on-three basketball yeah. tournament. You know, it's going to be, you know, and, and the tournament was amazing. And uh, from there, we had, we were like a prime time, right? So prime time was uh, we wanted to do some performers, mm -hmm. right? So I put an outreach there and this before like Facebook and all that. So, you know, I had to really go out there and we got like hundreds of people that wanted to perform in this prime time. We only needed three acts. So we're like, holy, this is serious. We need to do a talent show. So when we, uh, the Heritage Theater, you know, a bit, now it's closed down, but the Heritage Theater, we ran a showcase, right? And uh, kind of Shining Stars. And then from there, we went to the Rose. We're like the first event to sell out in the Rose, Rose Theater, right? And it's like a showcase from all talents from around, you know, Brampton, but outside of Brampton too, GTA. You know, we brought Drake out, you know, to Brampton. You know, Drake's a worldwide artist now, but you know, a lot of different artists perform in, you know, in the showcase that we had here in the city, right? Um, I have to shout out Susan Fennell. She was the mayor at that time. And you know, when I when I approached, it took me some time to get in, but when I approached her, she opened her door, she asked, how can we help, you know? And, and she was very supportive of recreation and sports. Yeah, and arts, yeah, right, big time, yeah, for sure. You know, and so, you know, uh, for the support that she, she did was amazing. And, you know, we, we sold out the event, you know, and it was a big time event. Then Linda Jeffrey came in and kind of shut the door on us, you know, like we couldn't even penetrate the mayor's office. So then when you were running, I was all on board because I was definitely going to root for someone other than the person who just started me out of the, out of the city hall. Like, and then, um, you know, met you guys and you embraced me and, 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 and that's what we need people to embrace because the arts here and the talent here in Brampton is, is massive, right? And we have this, the, the resources to really make Brampton even be known as one of the primary arts Scores, you know, with Jay, she was our, she was our, our judge, you know, it's along with Drake and a few other big, big prominent uh, uh, people that we had scouting the talent, performance, and we give prizes and all this kind of stuff, right? But, um, you know, the arts is something that I feel in Brampton, it's not really, it doesn't really get much attention. It's not, you don't really see it promoted as much. Um, and like you said, you know, the way of living in Brampton's mostly families. Um, you know, as you're wearing, you know, I see your lovely family as well. I think it was your son's birthday yesterday or something like that, right? Happy birthday to him. And, and we'll get into your family. But Brampton's a family place. We want places for them to go, right? So, you know, I just want you to, you know, like, what are your thoughts on, on that? Yeah, I think you want to have the best recreational amenities, the best arts amenities. Everyone's going to have a different love and passion. You want to make sure young people um, can pursue whatever passion they have in the city and I think it's our responsibility to look at ways to cultivate a vibrant recreational and art scene in our city. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you very much. And you know, what, what, what I just mentioned there with the Linda Jeffrey shutting us out, you know, um, I, I have to say like on a, on a higher level, I see, um, you know, like I said, I, I got love for Justin Trudeau, but you know, the truckers thing, how he blocked out people, that kind of made me lose a little respect because you know, even though people may have differences and maybe you're not really feeling them, at least open a, open a door and at least hear them, right? And that's something that you do, right? So I want you to tell me, why is that? Why do you do that? I think it's important to um, listen and, and talk and engage with everyone. I, it's democracy. I would say the only line in the sand would be intolerance or hate. 
that there is an organization that is pushing hate uh, towards another group, then I have no time um, for them. Uh, but as long as the engagement is and the input and the meeting is based on ideas, not pushing another group down, then I think it's important to always have dialogue. You are listening to the Wealth Talk Podcast, hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk Podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. Do you think this helps you with your ideas as well, like in terms of what you feel? Yeah, I think, I think the more input makes for better ideas. Mm. There's no monopoly on a good idea. So mm. the, the better and, and the wider the array of input, the stronger the decision is going to be. Mm. Okay, nice. So I, I want I want to know, like, in terms of your vision, because you're 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 mayor, you're running for mayor, and you are a mayor, right? And you, I guess mayor terms like what is it, three, four years, four year like, terms, four year right. terms, right? So what is your vision? I just want to make Brampton this. I want to make Brampton um, the best it can be, and and for that you really want to enable Brampton to reach its potential. And I think there's a ton of potential here that's untapped, but it's about creating the conditions and when it can it can hit its goals. And um, you know whether that's creating a competitive environment for business growth, whether it's about supporting the arts scene, whether it's about expanding recreation to leave healthy, active lifestyles, whether it's about creating an incubation for the jobs of the future. Those are all about the, about the building blocks for allow Brampton to be its best. Mm. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I like the creativity, you know, that you have, right? Like, I think um, you, you took off the fair for, I guess, elders and, I, and your last campaign. And that's something you follow through. Yeah. You follow through because you, and you were asked too, like, how are you going to recompensate from this? He said, you know, we're going to be creative. Maybe we're going to give sponsorship to different venues or something like that, right? And then I've seen the Save Max, you know, venue over there by the soccer center, you know? So those are like innovative moves that, you know, regular city hall people weren't bringing, you know? So that's why I, I, I appreciate you running for prime minister, you know, because it, it's, it shows that your vision is, is bigger. You're thinking bigger, you know, and that's what we need. Like, honestly, like I said, I think Brampton has potential being the best in the world, right? And I'm, I'm glad that we have a mirror that has, you know, a, a large view on things, you know? So, you know, with your vision, you know, with Brampton, that's amazing, you know, um, but there's different areas in the city, you know, that, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm a real estate broker, right? So in the real estate community, we want to know, like, um, on the west side of Brampton, like after Mississauga Road, right? You know, uh, there's a big field there, you know, all over there. Like, what, what's proposed for that site? And then also on um, the Gore side, the Gore side, there's a big piece of land there. Like, what, what's proposed for these areas? So, in the northwest quadrant, we do have land that is held by the city for the purposes of when we get approval for a third hospital. Okay. Um, and and that's still a, a distance away. We got to get the second hospital built, which we've got a one billion dollar commitment now from the provincial government on. In terms of the east end, we have additional land that has been uh, procured by the city 
for the purposes of additional recreational amenities. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of good things on the go in the city, and we're preparing for when we get uh, additional partnerships. Okay, okay. Recreational facilities like outdoor swimming pool. We need a big, we need a big outdoor swimming pool. I'm saying that because yesterday I, I, I was, I, it was hot. So yeah. I wanted to take my kids out for swimming. And then I, I went by, um, I think it was Loafers Lake. They said, okay, it's adult swim. They said the close place is yeah. Alorado Park. So I drove down to Alorado Park with them. And so I, I had like 30 minutes left to swim. And then when I got there, the lady said, oh, um, it's closed. You have to register 50, uh, 15 minutes within a time. Like, yeah. I think my kids, I even give me five minutes in here. My kids are looking to swim, you know? Oh, sorry, we can't do it. And then another lady came with her kids. And then same thing she'll say to her. She's like, you know, like, what's going on? So then after the lady went around, talked to somebody, and then they finally opened it up. And, you know, thank God we got, my kids got to swim. Like, they're, they loved it. But, you know, it was like, we drove pretty much halfway through the city you know, to get to this swimming pool, you know, so um, I'm just saying with recreation is that proposed, I know there's a lot of splash parks, I know there's, you know, different stuff, but like for all different kinds of recreation, like you said, for families, is that something proposed or? So that's something that you could certainly bring up if you want to make okay, that suggestion okay. at, at budget time. When we do our budget, we have citizen delegations for any new ideas and if you wanted to propose and you get any citizen can come and they get five minutes to say, add this to the master plan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So when does, like, how do they know about this? Like for the, the city will advertise it across the city. It's on the city website, social media, newspaper. It's usually every November, every year. November of the year. So November of the year, that's when it's November, like, December, we do budget. Yeah. That's budget. And then the budget's pretty much what's planned out for the year. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. 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 See, like that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people that don't know the details of politics. Right. And I, I even Francis, I brought up Francis from before and, um, and that's what she said. Um, that she was shocked because I guess you made her like a campaign manager at such a young age in, in Barrie, you know, it's like, yo, like, and she didn't understand that what you've seen in her, you know, so I, I guess like, what, what is it that you see in, in like, I guess the young talent and the young, young people, you must have like some certain kind of eye in terms of people. I hope I have an eye for talent. Okay. And certainly in Francis's case, she's incredibly talented and it was easy to determine very quickly that she is uh, um, a great speaker, a great organizer and a great has a great ability to connect with people, and she's passionate um, about uh, you know her ancestry as well, which is her mother's from Zimbabwe, and I, I find it you know their journey particularly um, inspiring. And mm -hmm. so I'm a I'm a big believer that if you give people opportunities, they can do great. Mm, that's amazing because it seems like even you believed in her more than she did initially, but now you just see her; she runs the show. Yeah. Like, She's not small at all. She's big time. Like when you see Francis, you know she's in a place. Yeah. I want you to talk about Garnet Manning too, because Garnet Manning, when in terms of um, my relationship with him, like I said, when we had these um, events in the past, you know, he reached out to me. That's the that's how I even got kind of like in the whole city council thing because we were just running our stuff, and then he reached out to me and he said, "Hey, I'm a counselor, you know, in this area." You know, how can I, how can I participate in what you got going on? You know, I want to help you and stuff like that. And then, you know, he had the basketball uh, court that he opened up. Like he was someone that you could see he really reached out and cared for the people. And that's why I said, when I seen Garnet Manning at your thing, that's what it gave you kind of like a bad, okay, this guy's solidified. So yeah, I want you to know, go. Garnet's just a great leader in our community. Mm -hmm. You know, he was a trailblazer. Um, he stood tall. He fought for issues he, he cared about. And Garnet's someone that I will always lean on for advice and guidance. He's just, he's, he's a good man. You know, they, there's not many people built the way Garnet is. 
and I think he's mentored uh, many in the community. Mm. So, how, so your relationship, how does that? How... Met Garnet many, many years ago, okay. um, and uh, yeah, so he ended up being playing a very key role in my uh, first election campaign as mayor. Oh wow! Okay, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Definitely, yeah. he did rally up the people. Yeah. I will give him that. I will give him that. You know. So yeah, I, you know, I want to just go into a certain situation right now. You know, like I see in City Hall because we're first going to run, but there's a little, I guess, a little friction back and forth that's going on in City Hall. Obviously, everyone in the city wants things to move forward, right? Um, but like, what's what's going on? How can we solve this? So we need good people to put their name forward. I need to have a council where everyone wants to go to work and put the city first. Unfortunately, right now we got four councillors that have taken an extended vacation um, and they've picked um, vacation over the work of the city. So I can't get them to show up to work. I need them to show up to work. Um, ultimately, we have an election in October and hopefully uh, voters will choose to elect councillors that are willing to, to show up and do their, do their job. Mm, yeah, because I, I, and, and do you think it's just not, it, like, I don't know, like, it seems like it's out of spite or something. I don't know, like, it doesn't make sense to me because right now you guys are in that position for the people, right? So, like, it's kind of immature, I'll be know, honest. Man. And it's a variety of reasons. Yeah. You, you've got, you know, one person who's off on a beach in, in Portugal, another person who doesn't want to work in the summer because it's their cottage time. And for me, I'm like, you got elected. You get a paycheck as a city councillor. Show up. Mm. And we got another councillor that got found guilty by the integrity commissioner for allegations of sexual assault. Mm. And so he doesn't want to come to council and have to answer questions about that. And mm. so, you know, it's, I, you know, I got some great councillors mm. around the table that are very committed, working very hard. I just need more of them. Oh. <laughs> so I guess now's the perfect time, yeah. right? Because it's election time. Yeah, election time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. We're looking for good people. You want to run? No, nah, man, I don't do politics, man. Politics is too much, man. Like, well, know, let me it, say uh, it on the record here. Uh, you'd be a great candidate. Oh, uh, yeah. No, me, my you whole know thing why? is... You know why? Because you, I can tell. You care about the community. Of course. Almost like definitely. that basketball tournament you organized years ago yes. when you were young mm -hmm. speaks to the fact you wanted to do something for your community. Oh, most definitely. Those are the type of people I need in public service. Yeah, 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 for you sure. Know, someone that's more focused on, you know, how long they can get for vacation. Mm -hmm. Does not, does, does not speak to community service. I want people who, who say, you know, I don't care if it's the weekend, I don't care if it's the summer, tell me how I can sign up to help. Yeah, yeah, honestly, that, and I'm, I'm about that too, yeah. but I don't do politics, yeah. but um, I, I, I want to work, yeah. I wanna work yeah. with politicians. Yeah. I want to work with politicians, but you know, like there's, some, there's too much, like I'm, I'm too, I feel with politics, you have to be a certain way, you know? And I'm a free spirit. I like to be free. I like to do my, like, what I, I'm doing. I don't, just towards boundaries. Like, but even you know the, On city council, there's no political parties. It's... Uh, yeah, but it's not even political parties, but politics in general. Like, I see people following you around on the highway and yeah, all kinds of stuff, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need that. Like, yeah. you know, let me go and do what I need to do. You get what I'm saying? But I appreciate you because you'll take, you'll, you'll go through that in order to serve your community, you know? So I appreciate, I appreciate you doing that. You know, but um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. Like, and and that's something with with counselors, and not only counselors, but even people running, right? And you know, that it gets me when there's just people that are looking for a job, and there's some people that they're just looking for a salary, a job, right? And 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 then they run because so, a lot of people they put their name in, and I've never heard of them. They've I've never seen them do anything in a city. I haven't, you know. But it's time when it's time to run. You know, they're like, oh, come campaign with you, but. 
what am I campaigning about? I don't even know what you've done. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I, I definitely agree with you. We need people that are 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 are, are into the city. And there are people that is I Idris, shout out to Idris. I know Idris is running this, um uh, and and you know there's other people that are running right now as well. Um and I know for the Charmaine's position, I guess there's a lot of people that are yeah. jumping in that in that one, uh looking for there, but the other ones too, people like there's other different wards, especially the ones that cooperate with the mayor, so we can really get this city to the next level. You know, like that's a really important part. You know, um, so to pretty much wrap up, I just want to um, go about, you know, the, this segment, you know, that I have, you know, within the Pre uh, Wealth Network and the Wealth Talk podcast, right? And it's called Break Bread, right? And, you know, we, I want to know, like, with the city, you know, um, the mayor, the, the counselors, and everything like that, like, how can, number one, we help you get things to the next level? And at the same time, how can you help us? get things to the next level. You know, we're breaking bread because breaking bread is, is an exchange, you know, a frequent exchange that's going on, right? So I want to know, like, you know, in terms of, you know, just the, the city and uh, the mayors, whatever the mayor has, uh, is able to do and, you know, with the people of the city. So my advice is, only thing, we need be involved. The worst thing for a society is apathy. Apathy means you, you don't pay attention to what's happening. Be involved. The best way to make a democracy strong and a city strong, be involved. Whatever your ideas, whatever your input is, whatever your drive is. You are listening to the Wealth Talk Podcast, hosted by Richard Adokesi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk Podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus 11 which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. Be involved in your city. That's all I ask. Mm, okay, that's 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 a good that's a good answer. That's a good answer, and you know we, we want to do that. Like I have my broker record. He came. I told him that you're coming, and he said, "Oh, okay." Ask him about you know the um, I guess the it's, there's a certain postal code he uh, feels. I guess it's it's no one is discriminating in terms of um, car insurance. Mm -hmm. No, like is that is that true or, or, or? it is um, that there are higher rates of auto insurance. I think Vaughan is now the highest in the province, but Brampton is still pretty high. That's not set locally. It's set by the, um, the provincial government and they allow for postal code discrimination. They allow insurance companies to charge more in areas that there's more claims. Mm -hmm. I think that's wrong. Our council has passed a motion asking the province to revisit this. There's been a lot of talk at the provincial level that maybe they will, maybe they won't, um, but nothing's happened. But we're going to continue to push the province to get rid of postal code discrimination because it really, it affects Scarborough, it affects Brampton, Mississauga and Vaughan, uh, Markham, and we feel it's not fair. Okay, and thank you for freezing in taxes as well. Right? First time in 19 years we froze taxes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, that's big, that's big. Yeah. But I noticed there was a bit of increases in there, so is that like different charges or something? So there, there was regional increases because okay. on your tax bill you have the education taxes, which is the province, you have the regional taxes, which is the region appeal, and then you have the local taxes. So what we did is the city of Brampton portion, which is local, that got frozen. 
Okay, okay, okay. So let's just to wrap up. I want to talk about your family because you know this is a this is an important part of our program, like the mind assistance program. You know, um, we, we have something called the Focus Eleven, right? These are eleven aspects that we focus on to create wealth, right? And relationships is one of them, right? And you know, I seen uh, your family form together because they kind of formed together while you were running yeah. for Mayor yeah. Brampton, right? And you know, I I always feel definitely like God has send sends that person to you. Right, so I want you to talk about your your lovely wife Genevieve and, and your children, and you know what they do in terms of your future vision as well for just general in Canada and Brampton and everything. I'm sure they have you know impact on that. I think uh, everyone's view of the world um, is affected by their own family, and so you know when I saw the province close recreational amenities, and I saw Theo upset that he couldn't go and use the, the, the park, I knew it was wrong. I mean, it, it, was, it was, didn't make sense that they, when they were closing outdoor recreation. I knew it wasn't based on science. And so I think invariably through the experiences you have with your own family, you know, you will, you will form opinions because it's their lived experiences that contribute to where you see failings um, in government or frankly, um, things that are working well. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at our farmer's market, you know, I love it. My family goes there every Saturday. They love it. An example of something that I can see my family enjoys that I would, you know, I then say to the city, you know, if you haven't checked out the farmer's market in the summer, come and check it out mm-hmm. because I see the way my wife and my kids love it. Okay. So the campaign is now, it's now started, right? Your campaign is pretty much in underway. I want you to just give a final, just in the camera here. I want you to, you know, like you're running for mayor, you know, why are we going to re- vote for you again? Well, I think the best indicator of future behavior is past behavior. And I think we've shown at Brampton City Hall that we fight for the city, that we fight for the city's best interests, that we're accessible, um, and that it's not more of the same old, same old uh, that we've seen that plagued Brampton for, for far too long. Okay, that's amazing. And to, for people to get involved with your campaign, how do they do that? You want to get involved, you can go to our website, which is uh, patrickbrown2022.com. Um, or just find me on social media. I'm easy to find. Yeah, As you that's know. you on there. That's yeah, you. Okay. That's okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. you, Patrick Brown. I appreciate you. You. Okay. you know, this is the Well Top Podcast. This is an amazing session. I hope everyone got a lot of gems and you got the answers. You know, from Patrick Brown. Connect with him. His campaign. If you like what he's talking, about, you like what he's about. You know, let's get him back in the office. All right. So appreciate you. God bless. All right. Thank you. All right. Okay.